find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Yes, indeed. You are tuned in to another brand new episode of the world-famous, award-winning Behind the Baller podcast. This is a Dust Brothers production, recorded in 8K high, Doge Phoenician. You already know the deal. This is professional podcasting. This is museum-quality podcasting. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, also known as the Forrest Gump of hip-hop. The Korean Roy McAvoy, the washed lord, the CEO of Daddy Gang. That means when you beat up all the washed up dads, you got to face me and die. Okay. (laughs) And last but not least, yes, of course, I am the Korean John Cusack. What up, y'all? Welcome to the weekend wrap up. On today's episode, I'm giving my full legitimate opinion on the new The Batman. What the fuck is this The Batman? Like, everyone is mad at people saying, stop saying The Ukraine. It's just Ukraine. And then now we got The Batman. Anyways, I'll be holding nothing back on my film review. Make sure motherfuckers know I got my degree in cinematography before, you know, people start yapping their fucking gums. Um, Parent hacks, parent hacks, adult hacks, life hacks for Universal Studios, Hollywood. Yes, we went. Fuck it. Life is almost back to normal. Well, actually, on this episode, are we back to normal living? Is that actually possible? Well, we're going to get into that, okay? Gas is $7 across the street from my store. A whole lot more on an action-packed shit-talking, yang-banging episode of BTB Miles. Jordan, let's motherfucking go. It is a beautiful Monday in the City of Angels. I was actually headed on a plane to San Francisco, and I fell back. I had some shit I had to do out there. I'm going to push it back a little bit. I had some shit to do every day. And then I just decide, do I want to do this? Do I don't want to do it? And I figure things out. Um, This Babe collab is on hold for a second. Don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'd rather be transparent about it because it's like... Look, some people say, don't talk about anything until shit's set in stone. But motherfucking shit can be set in stone. It don't even fucking matter. A lot of times. I just, I'm being real. When shit is real, shit is real. And sometimes I talk about things, sometimes I don't. And um, it was already on a fucking final thing. It just, not saying it's not going to happen. Just saying it's might not happen this month now. Um, and that's not on me. This is funny. But, uh. Let's get to these gas prices because people have been complaining about it a lot. And I get it. There's people out there that, you know, need to do certain things and, and it, you know, um, not having, 
you know, the freedom to drive your car just to drive for no reason. Some people sleep in the car. Some people just want to fucking take a cruise and they're complaining about gas prices. Now, personally, me, I've heard very little of it from people that I know. And that's, I got normal motherfuckers in my life, okay? But online, social media, I hear complaining like a motherfucker. And I'm not complaining, Right? I've just shown the prices that are there. And people are like, oh, for the fucking things, that's what you fucking blame. Fucking Biden and blame this. Da, 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 da. I actually haven't complained about gas in maybe 20 years. Right? I got bigger issues to worry about. But more importantly, I don't have to worry about bombs coming into my house and killing my kids or young children that I know, friends of mine, or neighbors' kids being hurt due to war. Oh, you got to go there, Ben. Oh, does that suck? Nah, check it out, man. It's the fucking truth. All right? There's a war going on. People are complaining about the gas shit. That's the fucking price of motherfucking war. Whose fault is it? Man, fuck blaming anybody. You know? If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. But real talk, why the fuck are we giving Exxon all that money? It's just some bullshit. You know, um, I've been driving the Tesla a lot more, so I'm, you know, not paying shit. What am I doing? Fucking paying $6 for a fucking 300, 400 miles or something on my car. I don't know. You, you mad? Look, we've literally had decades to figure out this fucking fossil fuel, fucking oil situation. We have had decades. So you can blame the left and the motherfucking right. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm just tired of hearing the bullshit, tired of hearing the cap. In fact, you know, people are like, oh, under Trump, we never had this, under this, under, you know, I've never heard so many fucking stupid fucking people in my life. It's crazy. There's some smart ones that sound stupid as fuck still. I've seen these shits like under Trump, we never had $5 gas prices. Yeah. How about under Donald Trump, we had enormous fucking storage containers filled with dead bodies, fucking refrigerators filled with dead bodies outside hospitals, thousands and thousands of them, more than 9-11 every single fucking day, more deaths than 9-11 every single fucking day. Get the fuck up out of here, okay? I'm going to celebrate living, not complain about gas prices, okay? Work harder, do something. And, you know, that's how we starting the show right now. It's crazy. Just thought about this shit. It wasn't even on my mind. I just woke up this morning. And I'm cool. You know, I'm on my fucking sixth day of my intermittent fasting. And uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I, I want to talk about, you know, money isn't everything. I get it. Some people think, but look, the more money I've made, the less money it looks like I have. Now, I ain't talking about the bare bricks and all that shit, but that's just the background shit. I don't show the other parts, but I'm talking about you see me in a white tee, you see me in sweats. Yeah, some of the kicks are cool. I didn't pay for the kicks. The game paid for them. When I mean the game, I mean, you know, I'm talking about strictly like the hustle, you know? But there is a convenience that money brings. Tell people, look at money might not bring you happiness. Some people it does temporarily. The convenience factor. It's a whole different thing. And let me get this straight out the bat. Stealing and hustling are two totally different things. Don't get that shit fucked up. 
You could be rich. And of course, you'd be a total piece of shit. Because you're stealing, you're lying, you're robbing people. I'm not talking about those type of people, okay? Look, you'll never be corny to me if you work hard for a living. People say, well, who gives a fuck? I'm just telling you what, this is my show, right? I'm talking about people who have a legit job. They working hard, ain't never stole from nobody. Man, I don't give a fuck. Look, if they legit earned it from not being a troll, some type of loser shit, some type of fluke shit, I'm talking about long-term, okay? Not stealing. They will never be corny to me. Okay, now on the flip side, for some of you motherfuckers who got, you know, I'm very impressed with some of y'all vocabulary and everything else. I don't give a fuck how many books you've read, okay? Tell me all about that shit when I go visit the places that you saw or read in a book or a magazine. All right, really, for real, it's gone. I'm fed up because there comes a time where you have to cut off friends who celebrate being unsuccessful daily and weekly. And again, I get it. Money isn't everything. Sure. But money brings options. And I I love having options. I love having backup plans. And when you got no options, you got no no backup plans in life, trust me, you're not going to get very far. And you're going to be stressed out. And that's great, you know. You studied whatever you read and you did whatever and you, you exercised your mind. Some people have different zens. They have different, you know, MOs in life. But then again, they're weird. They'll dictate something, but they won't go do something, right? I'm about that action, boss, right? Like my man, Marshawn Lynch, I'm about that action. How about you contribute to progressing inside your community? Oh, because you know four Bible verses and, and you live by those? Or you know how to be quiet on social media, right? And just you could just sit there and, you know, because you don't really have a lot of followers, you could be quiet, pick and choose some clever retweets, right? Make some jokes here and there, haha, try to think of some cool shit. Yo, let's think about real life. The fuck is you doing in real life? Right? I'm, I'm being serious. Oh, you're cool? No, clown, get in the game. Don't criticize those who lace up their shoes and try to go play and and give it their all while you aren't even on the fucking sidelines. You're watching from afar. You're actually watching from hearsay. Okay? I'm not saying you got to change the world. But how about just even changing one person's life? Let it be your son. Let it be your nephew. Let it be your fucking neighbor. Someone in your circle. Someone in your neighborhood. Start there. If you can continue, then dope. If not, hold your bitch-ass tongue before you try to throw rocks and then hide your hands, okay? Go quote some fucking, some Dalai Lama shit to someone else, man. My mindset is different. And I got no beef with anyone. If we're being honest, I truly have no beef with anybody. And I'm never going to sell you a class or a book on how to get rich, all I'm going to do is continue documenting my story. Okay? Giving you guys the game, 
you know, my path, my direction. And maybe some of you guys are going to wake up and take notes and follow suit. Love to hear about it, right? Anyways, short episode today, man. Um, not because I had nothing to talk about. It's like, look, man, there's some of these episodes that are just, you know, powerful. We're going to get in the video soon, by the way. I know I've said that. Look, video will be here before summer. In fact, video is going to be here in spring. I got all the equipment in now. I'm be doing some testing and sound checking here and there. Got some really cool ideas of things that I want to do. So, um, yeah, that's coming, y'all. All right, BTB Army. It's a whole different thing because how I write this show or like how I write the notes down and things, it's going to be different when I'm talking, like, you know, in the camera looking at it. It's, it. it's something different. I don't know. Maybe I do some practice shit. I don't know. We're going to figure it out, right? Maybe I do the solo dolos on audio. Maybe I do the interviews on video. But eventually it's going to be all video. And, and I mean, it's going to be both. Sorry. Anyways, sidebar, pivot, all right? Switching gears. Cryptocurrency is taking a bath right now, currently. And guess what? I don't know why either. Okay? Sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. What the fuck am I mean? Sorry. I, just, just blame nobody. <laughs> That's the game, right? You know? I'm just saying. I mean, no one's coming to me with anything, right? Except for, you know, people with the NFT shit and everything else, which is, again, it's got nothing to do with me. But, you know, I see people just uh, this morning and yesterday kind of like, damn, man. You know, um, I lost money on Doge. I lost 5000 this weekend. Okay. Y you lost what? How about I'm down $3.6 million right now, just from fucking five days ago. Oh, oh, but, but Ben, you, you, you got money. Huh? The fuck does that got to do with it, man? <laughs> like, again, you know, it's you, you, look, go hard, play hard. Lose hard. Look, there's a lot of shit that I could do with $3.6 million just out in the fucking wind. Please believe it. Anyways, um, on a great note, mask mandates have officially been lifted in Los Angeles. They are gone. It is a lovely fucking thing. It, you know, there's some places I mean, whatever. I'm not going to be on some Karen shit. What the fuck? Look, I respect it. It's all good. COVID is still out there. Okay, it's just not coming around here for a while, you know, and we prepared for it, even London and everything else, right? I know London and Ryder haven't got it, I haven't got it, but, you know, me getting it a couple months ago, I know I complained about it and it sucked and I'd rather, you know, spend money here and then that could have been safer or whatever and, and there might be some shit, you know, that that hits me, you know, with, with um the long-term effects or anything, still don't have my full sense of smell or whatever, I have enough but the antibodies is giving me some real benefits right now, right? Because I get to have much more of a life. And that shit is low-key amazing. Right? I can't even get the motherfucking booster if I wanted to. And they're saying now from, you know, from actual studies that more of the recent people who've got it, their antibodies last longer, whatever. We'll see, man. You know? I mean, I'm still already a pretty clean person. My, my fucking people sneeze next to me here and there. But... You know, people are outside, right? Um, I went to Target, and it's been a long time, actually. I thought longer than I thought. We've been using um, Target delivery, Amazon delivery, Whole Foods delivery. 
I have not. I mean, I've walked in the markets here and there, especially during the pandemic, but I'm talking about like really doing like full-blown shit. And um, I wanted to kill some time. I needed an hour to kill. So me, London, and Kaya went to Target. No masks. I would say maybe 70, 80% of Target still had masks on, which is fine. It was great. But it was lit. You know, we're in there grabbing random shit. I literally just grabbed a bunch of random little shit. Didn't even fill up one third of the cart and yeah, 140 bucks. Like it was nothing, right? That's just basic shit. But we hit the Americana this weekend. You know, I love going there. My wife is, she always says, I hate that place. I don't want to go there. You're there every motherfucking week though. And so is your mom, okay? You know what I'm saying? So people like, it's like, again, it's like Frank Lopez and the Babylon Club. You know, you ain't gonna find me there every week. I would love to be. I got shit to do. I'm not even at my store every week. No one even knows what the fuck my exact office is, but I'm just saying. I'm always moving around. But went to the Americana. Armenians are different. Armenians ain't been wearing masks for a motherfucking long time. But I would say maybe less than 50% were rocking masks at Americana. Um, But I'm going to get into the Americana a little bit because, because we went to go see a movie. And the Pacific Theaters is now turning to AMC. And AMC is actually a, a theater that I love. Um, I did never invest into AMC stock, which, you know, during that whole GameStop shit and everything. And I'm not mad about that. But uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit. For sure, for sure. But uh, um, Ryder, I think I mentioned to you guys that Ryder has been doing jujitsu. He goes three times a week, right? And he finally, he tested last week, didn't get a medal, didn't get anything. Tested this past weekend on Saturday, and he got a medal. No participation, trophies, medals, nothing like that. They did the last man standing. He was a third man standing. Ryder is out there ripping motherfuckers apart. He is a beast. You got to understand, Ryder is fucking 78 pounds at seven years old. Okay? There's motherfucking grown-ass women late in their 20s, maybe early 30s, that are 100 pounds. I mean, he is not far off. He is a thick boy, and he's just starting to pick this shit up really, really good. And sidebar, um, did tell you guys that I have my money on Covington, and I want a little something, you know? want a little something using that my bookie. It's all good. But uh, yeah, man, um, we're going to jump into a uh, couple commercials, just short ones real quick today. And then uh, we're going to jump into this Batman and, uh, you know, um, the weekend and all that other stuff and some extra shit. So you already know. That's my man, Lakey Lake, in the background. You already know the deal. All right. We'll be right back, y'all. Most probiotics don't work. If you've ever struggled to find a good brand, here's why. To be truly effective, a probiotic must survive from the trip from your mouth to your gut. The majority of probiotics, even the special refrigerated ones, die in your harsh stomach acid well before they even get to where they need to get to. That's why I'm a fan of Just Thrive Probiotic. Their exclusive strains are designed by nature to put up an armor-like shell when conditions get rough. In fact, studies have proven that Just Thrive Probiotic arrives 100% alive in your gut and ready to go to work. That's what makes them so uniquely effective at controlling gas, constipation, and bloating, and providing much-needed immune support. Their vegan, non-GMO, gluten, dairy, and soy-free formula 
can even support beautiful skin, better sleep, and easier weight management. For exceptional health, there's nothing like the award-winning Just Thrive Probiotic. Thousands of customers can't be wrong. Make this your year. Support your immune health with Just Thrive. Get 15% off when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use code BALLER at checkout. That's justthrivehealth.com. Use code BALLER. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. With Mint Mobile, choose the amount of monthly data that's right for you and stop paying for data that you will never use. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash baller. That's mintmobile.com slash baller. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mint.com slash baller. I just set my kids up on this Mint Mobile plan. Yo, yo. So I'm on day six of this uh, intermittent fasting. And um, Marcus Spears, ESPN, a.k.a. Swagoo, former pro NFL uh, football player, he uh, put me up on game, like I said. So we're on day six. I'm down four pounds, but four pounds real weight, not four pounds water weight, not four pounds bullshit weight. Intermittent fasting IF is a whole different level of... um, the way it works and you know in science and everything it's it's a lifestyle it's not like some trendy diet it's something that works and people have been doing it for you know um a fucking millennium and it's like i don't know if i want to go back i mean if I, if i drop a shit ton and it really how much you want to put into it but at the same time even if you are eating junk here and there and i was eating all day you know what it does is it gives you a, a break from insulin and that's how you know you break shit down and again, you know, um, I'm eating for eight hours and I'm fasting for 16. So, you know, the, the toughest thing, like I said, is, is the hardest part about all of this is not waking up and getting to have my coffee the first thing I do. Because I don't drink straight black coffee, which, I mean, you know, hopefully one day I can get to that. But, um, you know, I like cream in my shit. I like almond milk, oat milk, whatever the fuck it is. And... um. I haven't drank soy milk in a fucking long, long fucking time. But being down four right now in six, it just seems like, you know, I'm I'm really sticking to this. And uh, what day is today? Today's the seventh. I'm going to know by mid-April if this shit is capped, for me at least. Because, look, I'll still have a Coca-Cola, you know. I'm still going to have some, you know, some carbs here and whatever. That's not the issue at all. You should be able to eat all those things. It's just a different type of shit. So, you know, when I was losing weight to get to Cabo, 
or going on a trip somewhere and I would lose a quick 10 pounds. I would lose 15 here and there. As soon as I got back from the weekend, I had already gained all that weight back. When I got sick from COVID, it took a little time to get that weight back because I was just like, I was fucked up. I couldn't eat anything. It's a different type of shit. Again, that water weight loss, is that this, this is a different type of shit now. I'm drinking more water than I've ever drank. But having green tea in the morning, it don't hit the same. But not feeling weird in my clothes. You know, look, COVID has got me really comfortable with only wearing waistbands that are elastic, right? Like drawstrings, no belts, no fucking skinny jeans, no slim jeans, none of that shit. It, it, you know, I, it's not, nah, that shit had to stop, man. I, I, I'm just definitely looking forward to the end results of this. And um, hopefully by summer, I am down to, well, I mean, you know what? Fuck that. Actually, yeah, summer could be the end of May, right? Hopefully by summer, though, I am down to 185. That'd be, that'd be great. And I think I should stay there and never go above that. I'd love to get down to even 175. We'll see. I should, because I should never be at this weight. There's no way, period. Now, anyways, let's get into this motherfucking review. Okay. So one thing first is I have watched thousands of movies. Going to the movies is one of my favorite things that I've loved to do. There are some times where I didn't get to go to the movies and stuff as much as I'd like to. Sometimes shit is expensive. You know, just going to the movies costs a hundred fucking dollars, right? Taking a date or whatever. Nicolette used to love watching movies. We do. We went to so many goddamn movies. We went to a fucking movie sometimes three, four times a week. We didn't give a fuck. Be at the Grove every week. One thing before um, the pandemic is we went to movies often with the kids, especially, you know, Ryder in London. They start liking movies. So now this is the first time that Kaya got to go see a movie with us. And we're like, fuck it, PG-13, let's go see the shit. I had no idea the movie was two hours and 56 minutes. And you know what? We'll get into that in a second. The thing is, I love theaters that have assigned seating. Now, the Americana isn't my favorite theater to sit and watch a movie in. Great theater but the seats are kind of like, you know, they're not like the AMC seats at, let's say, um, the Metreon in San Francisco, right? Love that fucking place. Or, um, well, not all the theaters, but the, you know what, the City Walk, you know, so City Walk has really good seats, right? And, you know, they have lay down seats and all that stuff. You know, I love having assigned seating because you ain't got to worry about no bullshit. You know, you paid for your seat, boom. Now, it's $20 a ticket fine, you know, fucking popcorn is fucking eight, ten dollars, nachos, eight, nine dollars. It all adds up. Cool. I was excited as a motherfucker, right? Five tickets, got decent seats, you know, snacks in hand, even went to sprinkles and got some extra shit for the kids. We pull into the theater, man. Yo, I bullshit you not. Never in my life. I know they got to get it. And by the way, this theater was sold out. So I felt good, right? They put a brand new bar in the Americana, which is cool. I don't, I'm not drinking like that. But we sit down. Screen gets wider. The, the, the curtains get a little bigger. I mean, they reveal themselves a little more. And from the moment they start showing previews, I bullshit you not. It used to average around 15 minutes or so. There was 30 
one fucking minutes of previews. And I'll be real. There ain't much that I really I'm mean, looking forward to. Okay. I want to see Nope by Jordan Peele. Um, that shit or Jordan, is it Jordan Peele or Jordan Poole? I'm thinking of fucking the Warriors player. Anyways, the movie starts. I'm I'm gonna keep it 200 percent I fuck with Rob Patterson. Didn't fuck with him in Twilight. He has an enormous fan base from that Twilight shit. But that movie, Good Time, by the Safdie brothers, dear friends of mine, directors of Uncut Gems, great dudes, real film buffs. Good Time was a great fucking movie. And him in that, he, he was fucking awesome, right? I knew off bat he wasn't the right person for this role. And I knew coming in that he was going to be too soft. And 30 minutes into the movie, I said, you know what, dog? Dude is too, he's, he's a little feminine. That's not Batman, right? That you're talking about a role you're supposed to fill. Now, there's certain things you can be and whatever, but nah, that's one thing he isn't. Right When you think of that name, think of Michael Jordan. Let's say there was someone, he was Michael Jordan, you're paying Michael Jordan again. Like there was a movie about Michael Jordan. You can't go in there and, and you know, miss a left-hand layup, you know, and, and do some soft shit and cry when you get fouled. Like this is a different time. Understand, they really tried to make it look different. They tried to make it more vintage but still in modern day. They try to make it look more grimy. They try to make it look more dark. You know, more like almost film noir, but kind of like, you know, just artsy. And, and I get it. Cool. Great. I don't, I don't know what else Matt Reeves is direct. I could check, whatever. But I don't want to give away like spoilers or nothing, right? Off top, the movie could have been an hour shorter. They could have achieved everything they needed to achieve. But this is the crazy part. Two hours and 56 I, I was, you know, it, it drug a little bit. It wasn't like, God damn, dog, this shit ever going to end, you know? Um, what's that movie with fucking Leonardo DiCaprio and fucking uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or some shit? That kind of dragged. And I liked that movie. Liked it more than this, right? But Rob Pattinson, and some people noticed some things that I didn't notice, like the fact that he was in a Batman outfit longer than, than any other Batman movie. And some people are pointing these things out. Cool, look, I wasn't there to analyze it. I was just going there to be a fan, okay? Let me get this out the gate. I was a big fan of Batman. When that motherfucking show was, TV show was on, I'm a lot older than most of you people listening to this. The ones who are listening to this, remember that? We were young when that Batman TV show was going, and I liked it. I was like, Batman. All right, cool. Look, when the Batman movie first came out, it was like 1989 with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson and fucking Michelle Pfeiffer and all that shit and Prince did the fucking soundtrack. You know how fucking hyped I was? I saw that shit in Oakland at fucking by Lake Merritt at that fucking theater. And it was crazy because Michael Keaton wasn't even fucking first billing. He's Batman on some gangster shit. They made fucking the Joker, Jack Nicholson, first building. Now, Jack Nicholson did a pretty good job at the Penguin, you know, and I know there was remakes here and there. I didn't watch the George Clooney version. I wouldn't watch. It was trash, okay? I'm going to talk about Ben Affleck. Stop it. He's a great actor. I'm not, not, stop with the Batman shit, 
All right, let's get to the real shit. Michael Keaton was mid as fuck as Batman. And I watched it in real time. I was, what, how old the fuck was I? I was 16 when I seen this shit. That's why I tweeted. If you were born before 1990 and you didn't give this movie a 6 out of 10 or worse, something up with you. Now, if you young, you a young cat, you know, 20 years old, you was born in 2002, you ain't even fucked, you couldn't even imagine what the fuck Dark Knight was in its real format in 08 when it dropped, right? You might have watched it after. It hits different. Of course, I listened to Bob Marley after he died. Different type of thing. Couldn't fucking imagine listening to Bob Marley when it dropped in real time. Like listening to NWA and Dre in real time. Okay, listening to Michael Jackson in real time, seeing certain things in real time, right? The classics. Now, back to Robert Pattinson. I'm going to be honest with you. For everything he had in his body, I believe he gave it his all. I was kicking it with Robert Pattinson right before the pandemic. If you look at the Instagram post, you'll see the picture. Me and him was kicking it, having dinner, chilling, talking shit. Cool dude. My neighbor, don't live that far from me. But he just failed to hit those, the, 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 those points, you know, like even when he had no makeup on, you know, when he was Bruce Wayne, he failed as Bruce Wayne. That motherfucker wasn't handsome. Like he was too like dark off. And I get it. You know what? Now I, now I think about it as I'm saying this, you know, maybe Bruce Wayne fell out and, and went dark because his parents and whatever and tried to do certain things. Just didn't have that. He didn't have that look. That motherfucker reminded me more of G-Dragon. He reminded me of a K-pop star. They try to make him fucking almost fucking, um, whatever the fuck, was it fucking Jacob? I forgot the fuck his name from fucking Twilight when he was pulling up into the club and shit, okay? Now, another thing. The Batmobile was sus as fuck. That's like the shit that you wanted to see. They, Christopher Nolan gave you that shit. That motherfucker put a Reventin in the movie. Do you even know what a fucking Reventin is? Okay, that motherfucker was rocking a fucking Murcielago Reventon, right? There's 20 made on the earth, and the motherfuckers was rocking. They was going back and forth, but I'm saying, then they threw the Aventador in fucking um, in the in Dark Knight Rises, right? But the thing about the Batmobile was anytime you saw the new Batman movies, you knew the fucking toys were going to be lit. And, and my boy Jinx, Brandon Jinx from, from Complex, he had tweeted, oh, I thought that was cool that they didn't try to go on the fancy shit and try to go this, this, and this. Now, fuck all that, dog. Come on, man. That's like seeing Michael Jordan playing some Air Force Ones. Like, dog, you, you expect the shit, man. Come on. Why are you trying to change this shit? Why are you trying to change legacy? It's like, that ain't it. You know? It's like seeing Jay-Z pull up in a motherfucking, you know, Toyota Corolla, dog. Ain't no one want to see that shit. So, the Batmobile... Come on, dog. I'm not trying to see no 2030, you know, with the rendition of a 1970 Hellcat Challenger. Fuck is going on here, man? Like, man, bro, like, I will say this. Paul Dano, incredible fucking actor. First time I ever saw him was in There Will Be Blood, and I said, this dude is a fucking phenomenal fucking actor. 
all the shit that he plays. Sometimes he plays too much that real psycho shit. But him being the Riddler, that motherfucker did his thizzle. He did his thug thizzle. He he was legit. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not nominated for an Oscar, okay? Colin Farrell as the Penguin did his fucking thing. It was was fucking great. So good. Um, John Turturro. I love him. You know, I fucking think he's an amazing actor. Just didn't hit the, the, the marks. I, I just didn't. Mm. Could have been somebody else, man. It was just kind of like, I don't know, man. It just didn't didn't feel right. You know, um, it was almost like when uh, they casted John Turturro for one of the coaches and he got game. Nah, dog, it just didn't hit right. It, it was more like, you know, just some nepotism with Spike Lee. It just wasn't it. Nah, it, it, I couldn't do it. Zoe Kravitz, hands down, the baddest Catwoman. And I know Holly Berry was bad and everything, but that movie sucked. It was just different. It was Zoe got more of a dark look to her. You know what I mean? And I know Holly went dark in fucking um, the fuck was that movie called? Uh, Monsters Ball. She went there in that. You know, Holly Berry is beautiful, fine as fuck. Hold on, just saying. Zoe Kravitz really held it the fuck down. And I like Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. I ain't gonna lie to you. But one thing I will say about this movie is there's room for improvement now. Now they can try to step it up, hopefully. I mean, you can't just, you know. But what I can't stand is the cap. The best Batman ever. Motherfucker, this movie wasn't as good as Dark Knight Rises. It wasn't as good as Batman Begins. And it definitely, motherfucking definitely, for goddamn sure, couldn't see Dark Knight. No motherfucking way. Do you understand who the fuck Christian Bale is? Do you know who this mother, what kind of acting this dude has done? A fuck, okay, look, take away the machinist, all right? Take away, have you seen The Promise? Like, you motherfuckers seen Shaft? Him playing uptown fucking rich little fucking prick? You guys, man. (laughs) And someone's like, you know, it's crazy because... Barbara Patterson can play whatever from Twilight. And, you know, Christian Bale can never play him. What? That is a joke. Christian Bale could have played Bella, motherfucker, better than fucking whatever that chick's name is. Y'all got me fucked. Y'all got everyone fucked up when you're talking about the best Batman ever. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I was disappointed. Ryder liked it. London fell asleep. Kaya was on her phone. And my wife was like, my wife likes movies here and there. She's not looking at a technical speed. But my wife is in the era films here and there. You know, she likes all that fucking, you know, fucking, uh, the fucking, uh, the, the, the fuck's that shit called? I can't even think of the fuck. There's them, them all, all them old period shows. But she likes, you know, like Game of Thrones and all that. She was like, yo, she just, as soon as Robert Patterson came out, she's like, he looked, we never talked about it. Me and my wife never talked about it. She's like, he's just too soft. He's too feminine. He's just not, not doing it. So I didn't give any spoilers away. Um, I have mentioned on this show before that Jeffrey Wright is one of my favorite actors ever. He was all right, but nothing special. But yeah, man, that's my review. Without giving any spoilers, I just really feel like they didn't hit their marks. And um, 
there was action here and there. It just nothing blew me the fuck away. And that's what you need to be. You need to be blown the fuck away. It don't got to be Marvel, but you should be blown away. It, it just, it just, I feel like they didn't hit it. You know, I just, I don't know, man. I understand that Heath Ledger stole the movie, but you can't take away what Christian Bale did that movie. That movie was fucking, The Dark Knight was, every single part of it was fucking good. Eric Roberts, just everyone in that shit. Michael Jai White, tripping, man. Anyways, another thing we did was went to Universal Studios yesterday. Um, they removed their mask mandate, of course. I would say a little over half the park was wearing masks. A lot of tourists and shit. And uh, I, I'm fucking with y'all. There ain't no hacks. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I was just messing with you guys because I said that shit about Disneyland last time. But I'll, I'll be real with you. If you got the bread and you got the paper and you live in California, the season pass is is definitely a steal. Okay? If you think about it. Cause to get into the to the park, it might be like 140, 150 if you're buying it at the at the, the ticket counter. And if you buy a season pass, like 179. So you think about it, you can go 175 days out of the year. Um, you know, whatever, and go and hang out and go there, whatever. If you have family, it's that. And if you want to go to the highest one, it's like what two fifty. Still a fucking steal. Now, the most valuable, amazing thing there is, if you have the bread, is the express pass. There is nothing else that's fucking with that. Is cold. Every single major ride that we wanted to go on, we went on twice, and it's ninety five dollars. If you want an unlimited express pass for the day, there ain't no season express pass. Unfortunately, it's $65 if you want to go on just every single ride once, which I suggest that too, because we could have did that. But like some of these big rides like Jurassic Park, The Mummy, Simpsons or other shit, it's over an hour. Some of these motherfucking rides was an hour and 30, hour and 20, and these lines were long as fuck, okay? We did not even wait one minute. I'm talking 60 seconds, not even 60 seconds. We was in there. The tram ride is great. The kids loved it. You know, it was a lot of fun. The food was actually semi-decent. Um, you know, I had motherfucking fried chicken, mashed potatoes. The shit was all right. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. We got to do all kinds of shit. Did the Harry Potter stuff. All the kids got to go on pretty much everything in Caius 4. There was like one ride she couldn't go on. It was the main Harry Potter ride. Everything else she got to go on. So, I don't know. Had a great fucking time. Got there at 10 a.m. We left at like 3.34. Did the park twice. Everything. Again, that gold pass is everything. I'm just letting you guys know on, on a fucking, on a dad level. Look, out of everything, it's definitely one of the cheaper parks. You know, that and Six Flags. When you go to Disneyland, you can't even compare it. Disneyland's a whole different level, you know. And VIP services at Disneyland started like 5, 10 Gs. It's a whole different level. But yeah, um, I was watching this game interview just for a little bit. And for those of you who... I'm sure you must know. I worked at Aftermath Entertainment for several years. I was head of A&R. Stands for Artists and Repertoire. And um, I was gonna th- debating if I should get into some insider info, but it's like shit that you guys wouldn't understand. But there was a dude who was like second in charge, but like, I don't know if he's got fucking, you know, dark secrets about Dre or anything. No matter what, he could never get fired. And nobody liked him. Ever, a dude named Mike Lynn. He's in an R&B LA group that was signed to Death Row way back in the day called Poe Broke and Lonely. Actually, they're signed to Atlantic, but they were like, 
Dre fucked with them heavy. And the dude was in there and everything. I just don't know how the fuck he survived that whole time. It's just weird. I can't tell you how many people wanted to hurt dude. You know, they got along with them because on a political level they had to. But I remember after Game had got signed, he didn't even put a record out yet. Game was just signed, right? Swarm from my neighborhood, DMAC. He got Game signed to the aftermath, right? And I remember we were going to see The Passion of Christ. I remember so vividly. It's like 2002. It's 20 years ago. And we're going to watch it at the Sherman Oaks Galleria. And um, game had to be there. And I was like, yo, everything cool? Everything good? You know, I, I, was, already gone, I was already gone from, from Aftermath at that point. And he said, yo, dog, if I go motherfucking platinum, I'm going to fucking sock Mike Lynn in the face. I've heard that exact line from like three, four different people. Game went five times platinum. And I know motherfuckers don't like game. People talk all this crazy shit here and there. Oh, I'm sick of name drops. Sort of. I, like, I, I don't know, man. You know, now some of the shit I can understand people, you know, they have their things. And I have my own personal things with game, but he's a friend of mine. You know, I'm not really tripping. You know, he is not capping. He did take down 50 Cent. I love 50. 50's shit was amazing. But when they did that G-Unit shit versus he took him down, bro. Black Wall Street Volume 1 was one of the best mixtapes to ever come out of the West Coast ever. It is fucking, it was incredible. Especially in that, that time and era when he did G-U-Not and everything. They were just killing motherfuckers. But he kept going. Like Game's entire life became going against 50 he should have just, you know, he just, he just kept going. He should have stopped. So anyways, I'm watching Drink Champs. And he did his controversial shit where he said, um, Kanye's done more in the last two weeks than Dr. Dre's done for his entire career. Look, even if he thinks that's true, it, it's not. And even me being outside looking in, I know Dre can be tough. I know things that, that Dre does. I know it's difficult. Especially when you got Eminem and 50 at the label, whatever. But... That's Cap. Um, and again, Game is a friend of mine. And then he said, he's better than Eminem. Now, understand this. I have never been a fan of Eminem. He can rhyme his ass off. I understand he has a phenomenal fan base. And he also is, you know, lyricist-wise, he's, 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 you know, top three. And he's not number three, right? Um... I don't know if he wants to do a versus with, with, with Eminem. The thing is, I can't think of 20 Eminem songs and he was on my label. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I was at Aftermath. I'm being dead ass serious right now. I'm just talking about the fucking fans saying there. You know, it's just a weird thing. And it's just bold. But I get it. You know, Game's always had that right now. He wants the battery in his back. You know, he wants to keep going. Game's fucking 40, 41 years old. He wants to let motherfuckers know he still got it. Game's always been a rapping ass motherfucker, but that shit is kind of crazy to me to say that thing. It was just, it was just something I had to chime in on, and I'd love to see it. Look, I'll tell you this right now: if Eminem gave MGK the time of day and evidence from fucking dilated people, man, I think he he gonna give, he might give games, and we gonna see, we'll see what happens. Now, speaking of games, the last game for Coach K happened at uh, at Duke, and um, <laughs> they got they lost. To North Carolina, right in their crib, which is across the street from fucking the Tar Heels, uh, you know, University of North Carolina Stadium, but a school campus. But I thought that was fucking hilarious. I've never liked Coach K. I've never liked the fucking Duke Blue Eyed Devils. I've always hated fucking Duke. Fuck Duke. Okay, great, he's a great coach. Whatever, blah blah blah. Whatever. I, I, dog, nah. I, I never liked Duke. You know, I'm not gonna say he's a bad coach. I just, I just never liked him. 
So I thought that was fucking hilarious. That his last game, all that hype, motherfuckers paying five, six thousand dollars a ticket, and people tripping this, that, and a third, and a hundred of his fucking former players came to watch him lose. And some motherfuckers wearing Team Jordans. They were UNC wasn't even wearing Air Jordans. They were wearing Team Jordans, and they beat Coach K. Okay. So that was fucking funny. That was my only bit right there. That was it. Okay, that was that's all I wanted to say. Um, what else, man? Oh yeah, Power Book Four Force. Um, good episode. I'm waiting for it to turn up, turn up big time. It's getting there. You know, it, it's giving you just enough. It, it was better than the filler episode last week. You know, he's he's now you got Tommy going against the Serbs. And by the way, I have reached out to Tommy Joseph Sakura. And, you know, we had uh, MC Search on my show. And I've done a couple favorites for Search. Put him on here and whatever else. I don't know what kind of, you know, what kind of numbers Search is doing. And he's a legend in hip-hop. You know, he's, he's an OG, I should say. And I was like, yo, he had Joseph's car on. I was like, yo, bro, holla at your dude and let me know. If, you know, I'd love to you know, have him on the show. Fuck with Tommy. And he had this weird response about it, man. And just kind of, I was like, dog, man, bro. All right, dog, we good, man. I'm just weird. But... Who knows? It's a crapshoot. I'm not about to go fucking chase after this dude. But I did put it in my man searches here. I may reach out to dude formally on some cool shit because I do fuck with the show really heavy. But anyways, guys, that is it for today's episode. Hope you guys have a great motherfucking week. Um, depending if I go to San Francisco this week, there might be an interview. I'm not exactly sure. But more importantly, video will be here by spring. It's going to be here before summer, right? If you are not subscribing to this show yet, please subscribe. All right, just do it. Just click subscribe. Helps us out. All right. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. I appreciate it. More than you motherfucking know. Just like I appreciate Miles Jordan, Illegal Cartel, my man, Lakey Lake, the entire BTB army. Thank you. I love you. I will see you guys back on Thursday. Same bat time. Same bat channel. All right, y'all. We out, man. <laughs>